Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, joined by co-host Aaron Keller. And today we have Bobby Jones again, our outdoor connection coordinator. Bobby, you've been busy. Last time we had you on talking about the Youth License Fund, and now it's our brand new Take 17 campaign. So, Bobby, do you just want to give us a quick overview of what this campaign is? is and then after that we'll get into the background yeah and i'll probably start out for the lay people because i'm not a marketer by trade i'm trained as a biologist but um coming up with a campaign essentially it's a marketing messaging um, idea that we framed into take 17 um, which is what we're, we're kind of branding it or calling it but it's 17 minutes outside is the new 10,000 steps and we're trying to encourage people to spend at least 17 minutes a day outside, preferably in nature, doing whatever they like. And um, and we're doing it because it's good for people's health. And that's kind of the overall concept, but um, really easy to get behind. It can be, you know, whatever your favorite thing is to do, or it could be something on your lunch break. It could be a walk. It can be fishing. It can be anything. The idea is just being that uh, we're trying to help connect people um, to the outdoors and kind of impress upon them just how much there is to benefit from a health perspective by spending time outside. And what I like about it is it's not your average, like, go hunting, go fishing, go rock climbing. It's very much like just get outside for yeah. 17 minutes a day. Yeah, this is uh, personalized to whatever it needs to be. And uh, I can see Aaron looking at me and what he wants to say is, okay, why is it 17? Why is it not 15 or 20? And there is a reason, I promise. And it's, um, I had read a uh, research paper in Nature Scientific Reports in, uh, uh, tw- that came out in 2019. It was during COVID. And it was essentially saying uh, 120 minutes in nature um, is good for people's health and well-being. So, you know, people are happier that spend at least two hours a week outside. They're also healthier. And uh, two hours a week, 120 minutes, if you divide that by seven, you come up with uh, about 17 minutes and nine seconds. So it 17 is quirky for sure, uh, but I also like it because of that. And it's just, um, but it does have a little bit of a, a sciencey background to it. There is a reason. It's easier to take... That smaller number. It's easier for people to digest that, I think, yeah. than being... Yeah, because if, if you say, yeah, hey, you need to spend two hours a week in outside or in nature or something, everybody can say, well, I don't have a spare two hours. But if you say, well, it's 17 minutes a day, it's harder to get away from. They almost picture it like, okay, I got to set aside two whole hours yeah, all in one day. And that's probably something I should point out is in that research, it's... Uh, it really doesn't matter how you get it, but I think the easiest way to digest it is exactly what you're saying, 17 minutes a day. But I'm going to tell you to go, you know, fishing for 12 hours this yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, something else that's cool about the 17, Bobby pointed out, and then we actually, Bobby presented this all at a conference to a bunch of different communicators, and someone at the conference pointed it out. The 17 kind of looks like 
the state of Nevada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. some at some point we're gonna have to get creative and figure out how to make that yeah, or you're, state of Nevada. <laughs> you're gonna have the the perfect graphic designer podcast listener that's gonna put it together for yeah, us. Yeah, if you guys have ideas. Right. Which which is kind of the fun part of this because I've so like I said, I mean, I'm trained as a habitat biologist. I've only been over here for a couple of years, but this was us trying to put something fun together that was modular, that would help us kind of reach new new people. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be, nature's not a faraway place. Um, you don't have to go on top of a mountain to experience it. It can be in your backyard. It can be down the street. It can be at the park. Um, but um, hopefully we, this takes off a bit and has a little bit of traction and we just see what people are doing out and about you know it doesn't have to be me or you and um aaron it can be anybody just you know what are you doing outside how do you take 17 yeah in their report did they say like what people were doing or was it just outside no it was it was more broad and general than that and it was done in the uk so even if they were talking at that level i wouldn't know i just like to point out it was in nature and it's a pretty decent journal and i'm not saying that you need to know where the know where it came from there's there's tons of cool stuff out there that cites like hey if you can spend some more time outside it's it's really good for you i mean i feel like it's just a fact maybe it's because we work here so we see a lot of data on that i feel like we do or it comes up a lot but i feel like i mean it does just go stand outside you feel better yeah well in in the homework we did on the um on the relevancy project and the survey work, we were able to show that, um, you know, people who were spending more than the average amount of time outside were definitely happier, healthier people. And, and spoiler alert, if you're not healthy, it's a lot harder to be happy. So you really want to work on both of those things at the same time. Yeah, it was uh, definitely apparent that if you're unhealthy, you're not happy. It's a lot harder. <laughs> yep. It's a lot harder to be happy if you're unhealthy. Well, it's like with exercising, uh-huh. you exercise and then you immediately, you never regret it when you're done with it. It feels good. And that's, I feel like it's the same going outside. So where does this campaign, so where are we going with this all? Where so, I mean, that's part of the fun part is it's, it's going to be a little bit on how it takes off, but we want to, we're going to start building some resources internally and sharing them on the website, you know, especially for people who are beginners. And uh, we're especially going to be looking for just other people's content, right? Like, or what are people doing? Like, how do you, um, you know, enjoy time outside? And it's, I think for or what my hope would be is that, you know, we help people, you know, whether you're challenging your friends or you're doing it with a buddy or your parents or, or anybody, but, um, it just becomes something that you can kind of work on as a habit. And we take some of the people who are really far away from outside and at least just start working a little bit of it in. Because that's kind of the, the downside, scary side is that, I mean, just a little bit goes a long ways. But there are quite a few people who, who just really don't get out much at all. Yeah, I was trying to think, what was that? You used to have a saying or like a, a stat. It was like the percentage of people that don't even... Yes, so it's the... Um, it's. The percentage of people who recreate outdoors a year, the age of six and up, 56% of people do recreate outdoors at least once in a year. So that means 44% of people ages six and up aren't recreating outdoors even once in a year. And walking counts. Going for a walk. 
going for a walk that's counts. That's the shocking part. Because sometimes you picture recreating and you're yeah. like, okay. Like an adventure. An outdoor adventure. But we're saying just getting outside and walking, which I can't even, you guys know me, I need to take my daily walk. Even during the work 100%. day, I take my quick break. So I don't know how people could do that. And, and the other thing is, is so we say that and like you work here or you're around people who work here, you're doing stuff outside a lot. So it's really hard to even conceive what that might look like. But it means like, you know, four out of 10 people, they're never doing that. Like they don't, they don't know that it just feels good to like go for a walk and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. And it doesn't mean you got some crazy exercise and you just, you weren't built to live under fluorescent lights in a cubicle. It's right. And so you're saying even that it doesn't have to be necessary exercise. No, nope. it doesn't necessarily have to be recreation. It no. could be anything anything you could sit at a park bench and stare at a tree and the birds in the tree for 17 minutes a day and be happier healthier than you would have been by not doing it i um have these monthly challenges i have this planner i'm a real planner person and it has a monthly challenge and this one was connecting to nature and it said list the different ways you could get outside i was thinking oh. of i wrote take 17 the, as one of the bullet points that is literally one of the things we're gonna be doing later this year you were saying like how is it gonna be rolled out and uh i'm working with jess brooks in the background right now but we wanted to do a uh a fun community science slash challenge project where asking people for a month like take 17 as many days as you can and kind of at the beginning kind of gauge where you're at and at the end gauge where you're at and, and what did you do how do you feel um exactly it was weird too because it put so many bullets and i had to fill in all of them because at first i was like go on a walk go on a run and then after a while you are like how do i get outside and fill this many more <laughs> bullet points but i wrote like reading a book outside eating breakfast outside and those are all that's part of it right take 17 can mean exactly just even in, just in, being outside in any way and there's definitely you know people who are going to say well the more immersed you can be in nature the better and that's awesome and that that can be right but it doesn't have to be that like if you're you know for some people it's the desert for some people um it's their backyard or gardening or it doesn't have to be you know, the top of a mountain peak. That's not, that's not uh, what it has to be. That's great, but it can be, it can be the easy stuff. Exactly. Like you said, and I always pitch in the, um, the breaks or lunch breaks or, um, you know, 15 minute break in the morning that you're going to stretch into 17 minutes just for the sake of this. But, uh, I mean, it's just those little pieces of it that can go a long ways. And, and it's funny because if you get in the habit of not doing it and then you get back to it, then you go, Oh, wow, that, that seems like not much, but it does make a difference. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, so oh. the first step is to roll it out, which is happening this week. The first step is to roll it out. Um, and then, so how can people get involved? Are we asking people to tag us, post us? Yep. We'll have, uh, we'll have a handful of different hashtags, but I, I kind of like the hashtag take 17. And, and part of the other thing is, is people are like, well, how are you going to measure if anyone does it? Well... It's not something that people are saying out in the world. So um, any kind of traction we can get there. Um, we'll have stuff on social media. We'll have the podcast. We're going to start building out the website content. And um, after we get this going for a little bit, we're going to share this with others. So we, we built a, uh, a partner toolkit or a partner campaign toolkit. Um, so that if you're an organization or a group or um, you just see value in the content, it's essentially 
these pieces and parts to help you um, push the campaign forward. So, I mean, the hope and the dream is that you've got industry partners and or groups within the health community or communities that are outside of wildlife conservation that see value in it. And um, I guess I should have got back to that point earlier is it's, you know, my job is three things, connect people to nature, help the department engage and serve more people and enhance conservation. And the reality is, is if, you know, only half the people give or take are getting outside and doing anything. How do you have people caring about conservation or wanting to um, protect, enhance, restore these places? So um, this is a way for us to kind of have a broader reach. It serves the people we already work with in a way that, you know, some of this is obvious to them, but I promise you that if you, you're a big uh, hunter or angler or anybody else, you know somebody who doesn't get out very much or that has um you know they've maybe mentioned some things and this could be just the easiest first step i just spend a tiny bit of time outside each day getting just a little bit closer yep it's a big a big job you have but um there was actually when i said yep yep i said that because i was like what did i want to say there was something i wanted to say but we could get into that after the break because it has to do with the toolkit and everything people will be able to find in there but let's take a quick break you are listening to nevada wild If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we are joined again by our Outdoor Connection Program Coordinator, Bobby Jones, and he's talking about the brand new Take 17 campaign. And before the break, you were explaining you're not a marketing expert, but we did bring in the experts to work with them on this whole toolkit that we're planning to share with partners. So could you explain um, how how this toolkit came about and what people could expect to find in it? Yes, essentially, um, we worked with uh, the Abbey Agency to help us kind of design a concept and come up with... Uh, tools to make it easier for us to build content and to share it with others to um, help build it out too. Um, so it, it, everything from how we're going to build some of our social media content and posters and what that might look like um, could be anything. It could be um, places in different parts of the state that maybe people like to go, uh, whether it's locations or it could be activities. And we talked about this in the break, uh, just impressing upon people it really doesn't matter what you're doing so long as you're doing something outside um that's where all the gain is and and what i'm doing is not going to look like what someone else is doing so um the idea with that being that any partner could could use it whether you're a company or a business in the outdoor sector or in something entirely differently i mean it's it's quality of life stuff when it comes to just yeah, really spending time out just wanting your employees to be happy. I was just going to yep. say and that. So allowing them to be outside for yeah. make, taking a meeting outside. Yeah. You'll see teachers will take their students outside. It happened a lot during COVID, but um, they'll take them out on the playground. They'll journal or they'll draw or whatever out on the playground. And there's got to be some benefit to that for those kids. Yeah, and nobody dreams about recess indoors. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Like a rain recess. 
ooh, I kind of like those sometimes. <laughs> but but yeah, they weren't beneficial for my mental health. <laughs> um, and you know what was fun is when we were working, you were working with Abby Agency, you kept running like anytime they'd come up, you two would collaborate on something. Then you'd come running with the product around the office. And it was usually like the posters. And it was fun. You'd get all of our input. And we were just trying to get it more people to relate to it. So like what started as this man scaling a cliff on one poster, we ended up, all of us decided, no, no, that's way too like extreme sport. And then it was cool to see the progress of it. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of a reflection of uh, where the outdoor industry as a whole has taken things. It's that, you know, um, whether you're a hiker or a backpacker or a hunter, a lot of the things that are portrayed is the most extreme example of X and that it doesn't have to be that we can take it down. You don't have to bag the peak to go on a hike. You don't need hiking poles. You don't need hiking boots. You can just go for a hike. It's not you know, we're, we're reducing the barriers to entry. Yeah. And the pictures changed also to a lot of people laughing and smiling faces. So anything you're doing outside, um, I don't know. I liked those. It made me want to go outside just to see people laughing in groups. So you can really do anything. Which is why I'm running around the office with products to check in with you and everybody else to see how they're actually doing. Just because we want people to feel that way, right? We want it to be fun. want it to be something that you... Uh, you want to do rather than um, you know you feel obligated to do or something like that. Yeah, normally when we when we talk about and we've talked about this campaign for so long that it's like we're exciting excited to launch it and then it'll be kind of done. But with this one, it feels like we're just getting started. There's so many different ways that this thing could go that this is just the launch, and we will be brainstorming and coming up with new ideas to move forward. Yeah, the um, we have a laundry list of ideas of what we could do. It's just which ones do you want to do first and how fast do you want to let it go? And the other thing is that, I mean, my hope is that people take it and run with it however they want to. Like, what does it look like for other people? Where do they see the, like, real value in it? Or, you know, does it help them get out with their friends or their neighbor or their, you name it? Um, it's, it's funny because I keep, like, pointing back to COVID and thinking that, I saw people walking around the neighborhood that I had never saw before. And after, you know, some period of time, they went away again. And that it's that there are people um, that got a benefit out of doing these tiny little things out and about, but um, kind of might need some kind of other draw or encouragement or um, just making it a little bit easier for them to get back out. Yeah, so I think what we need to do is challenge everyone listening to this podcast to not only try taking 17, but also message us on Facebook and let us know or email Bobby um, and let us know how it's making you feel. Yeah. And then um, I'm, I'm open to feedback and thoughts anytime. I think that's what would be fun is to just prove ourselves right because <laughs> we know that people are going to go outside and enjoy it. Well, I did. Happier. I did. Uh, I know we've done this a couple times before, but I did put together a few questions for you to help you frame up. Like, you guys are going out and about a lot, so maybe you know it's oh, this is so obvious. I can't believe you're telling people this, but um, just to give a, add a little more perspective to, you know, um, kind of what it looks like for the average person out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, first question. Um, 
what percentage of Americans will experience a mental illness in a given year? So in the upcoming year, give or take. I'll say um, 60%. No, 50%. Like, what it, What do you mean by mental illness? Like, diagnosed like, or just yeah. like mentally? No, diagnosed with anxiety or, or something along I'll those lines. I'll say 30% then. 20%. You guys um, are high. Well, I thought I one thinking, in five was pretty bad. I was. I thought you were saying like just struggling in general with mental yeah. health. But yeah, I would. I guess. Hey, 30, whether it's twenty or thirty percent, still significant. I said or just 50 like or a, sixty at first. <laughs> People get stressed. That's why I'm like distress camp. Yeah. But you're saying yeah, a camp. mental illness. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, I, wow, I, I know we've done this one before, but this is where I point a lot of the blame when it comes to like, oh, what do you mean people aren't spending time outside? Um, how many hours a day on average do people spend on screens? Oh, oh. Man, that was, it's high. Five? I think it's like eight. Seven. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So if you're spending seven hours a day on a screen, like seven you're probably not built for that. Should be easy. I'm happy because yeah. I get that phone... My phone tells me how much screen time I spend, and I'm way under that, yeah. <laughs> that eight hours. You would hold on, though, computer. Oh, never mind. Yep. So I, you're, this you're plus over the, the line. computer, I'm way over. Yeah, the only thing I would say that's is... That's true. Yeah, but don't uh, scroll on social media while you walk for 17 minutes. Put I wouldn't do that. Fully away. It might count a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, baby steps. If that's what you need to get outside, then do it. But try to work toward putting that phone away. Okay, now this isn't... Um, this is... I'm going to like point towards it's somewhat inactivity and uh, and what people eat. But what um, what percentage of Americans are obese? I'm going to say 45%. 40, 40%. I don't think that's a good number. <laughs> okay, this is, it's, and I, I don't, it's not to, um, to point and look at it, but it's just like, that's not, that's not reasonable. We've got to do mm-hmm. a little better. And I'm not saying this is going to fix it, but just trying to draw, put some perspective on, Americans aren't as healthy and happy as they could be, for sure. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed, these are the highest ever, right, for mental health um, incidents and um, health just health. overall yeah. Yeah, yeah, body physical condition. health. Campaign just helps lower those numbers. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we're going to bust the numbers here by ourselves, but the idea being that uh, there's a lot to be gained, whether, however you want to spend time outside. And so what are some of the... You were rattling off a whole bunch of activities. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, Well, in brainstorm land, which is where I live a lot of the time when we were working on this pledge or when working on this uh, campaign, we came up with all kinds of stuff. And I was just trying to list out, you know, how many activities can you come up with? And you can get way past 17. Um, but I had uh, walking, jogging, running, wildlife viewing, hunting, fishing, hiking, camping, boating, kayaking, canoeing, picnicking, Biking, off-roading, gardening, recreational shooting, rock climbing, skiing, stargazing, swimming, snowshoeing. I just thought of one I'm adding to my list thanks to you. Gardening. I didn't think about that. I'm super pro-gardening. 
that's right there an easy way to get outside. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, all of it counts. And the I was trying to go with the. She anus. has a leash and a harness, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's some inside baseball on Ashley's life, right there. You said they're not going to look the same. No judgment. (laughs) No, the uh, yeah, the idea is it can look very different for um, all kinds of people, and uh, and maybe you're the kind of person that's just so incredibly busy every day during the weekdays that you have to take the time on the weekend and block it out and go do something fun. It should be fun and enjoyable. The uh, for most people it is, but. yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't encourage people to do stuff that's not enjoyable. I know it's hot in Vegas right now, mm-hmm. so you might need to uh, be sensitive to when you're getting out and about. But that's a good point. <laughs> you know, and then also, yeah. you made it this far in the podcast. We'd love to hear your brainstorming ideas. Like if you send us a private message that says, like, "Hey, this is fun. You should add this to your challenge list," or your... or reach out to this group, or um, yeah. give me a call, or. Yeah, we're trying to make something easy that's modular that other people see value in and um, just helps people better their lives a little bit. And it doesn't have to be. I know we are, uh, you know, we're front and center when it comes to hunting, fishing, boating. And uh, we're just trying to open it up a little bit wider, a little bit broader. Maybe you can't go fishing every day, which makes a lot of sense, but you could go on a walk or you could go for a bike ride or, um, you know, take the dog out. All that stuff yeah. is good. And one thing I was processing what you were saying earlier. And um, number one with Vegas, take a nice, go look at the sunset outside. Yeah. Go out on oh, your yeah. patio. And then you said it should all be fun, which yes, it should be. But like, I would almost just not overthink it too. Yeah. Is just, like I said, go out yeah. on your patio. Yeah. And, and um, for sure, people who are listening, you're probably not the people who aren't getting time outside. Yeah. But one thing I would say is try something different or new. I uh, So I recently, actually three years ago, I bought a fishing kayak. I finally have been taking it out. It's awesome. It's a blast. I just needed to like work up the nerve to go out and do it. The other thing I did, which I just hang out in the backyard with the baby in the evenings now, so I downloaded that Merlin bird ID app and listened to the birds and it, you know, lets you know what birds are flying around and, uh, just something that I had always thought about doing, but I had to take just the tiniest bit of initiative to do something else. So there's tons of stuff out there. There really is. Well, we hope that everyone takes this and gets out there. Listen to our next Nevada wild episode on a walk with your headphones in. There you go. Um, <laughs> or go listen to a bunch of our old ones. Or download the Merlin app and go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Figure out what birds are flying around. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a whole outdoor excursion. So, well, hopefully people take 17. They let us know their feedback. And Bobby, thank you for being here and introducing us to this whole concept. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course. And thank you everyone for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.